banks were allowed to charge a 5 rand fee on all bonds. And that fee was there to cover any losses due to the so risk factor. Gotcha. So from 1990, there was a fee available or paid to, to banks to charge black people and white people the same interest rate. Now, to charge a black people, say, 3-4% more than a, a white people, and I've got plenty of evidence to prove this, it is absolutely crazy because there's so much so-called risk factor that they, that they are talking about. From 1994, most of the people that got bonds were government employees. They got a subsidy from the government mm. for their house. Their monthly installments went off straight from their salary. Now, nobody can tell me where is the so-called risk that they always come back to, you know? And that is one way of discriminating. The other one that... I found out, and that was more related to First National Bank, is that when the interest rate comes down in a decreasing phase, and I'm referring now to 19, to 1998, 1999, when the interest rate was up to 25%, mm. and there was a big decrease in interest rate. And they, at some decreases, they did not decrease the interest rate of low-cost housing. And I've got evidence, internal documentational evidence that says, for example, the interest rates on all mortgage bonds are coming down. Excluded from this decrease is low-cost housing. Why? That is, well, the only thing that can be that is profit-related. There's nothing else that is profit-related. I've got people here, I've got a Mr. Simon Michaels, which I, I'm referring now to the Stellenbosch Legal Clinic. He signed a bond in 1996 with uh, Sambo, but at that stage, Sambo was taken over by FNB. After 21 years, his, the amount that he applied for was, if my memory serves me correctly, was 65,000 rand. At present, he is, owes the bank, after 21 years, twenty. No, 71,000 rand. The overcharge on his mortgage loan was 230,000 rand due to the fact that FNB did not decrease his interest rate at decreases of the, of, of the, um, of the repo rate or the bank um, prime rate. And this, is, this is, is what's happening. And people... And Mr. Michaels at the present moment is paying about 50% more on his monthly installments due to discrimination. And I've got evidence of 32,000 clients on low-cost housing which data leaked from FNB to me. So I can, I can say that is so. I cannot say that it's definitely with APSA Bank and with Standard Bank, although I see it because I haven't got that database to say, to make a, a, a statement like that. But if we have to look at the general banking sector, uh, Emerald, and not specifically paying to mind to FNB, as you're saying, but just a general banking sector, has it been racially profiling people for, for I mean, as you say, 1990, the decision was made 
um, that we, you know, all interest rates are, are the same. But yeah. after that, 1994, we finding that across the board, the financial yeah. services sector have had have had it in for black people. Of course, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you the excellent, and I'm going to this change to motor vehicle finance. Yeah, I was phoned by a manager of West Bank that informed me that West Bank is discriminating against black people. I then went on social media and I requested people, black people with vehicle finance with West Bank to send me their contracts. I was shocked to see that some of them are paying up to 19%. Prime rate at that stage was 10, about 10%. 19% where black, where white people, the maximum I could see was prime plus two. That is 12%. And I, I was then interviewed on various radio stations. West Bank was invited. And by the way, West Bank is part of First National Bank. West Bank was, was invited to take part in the discussion. They refused. Then they put on social media that how interest rates get, get uh, determined is, first of all, it's, it's, it's credit worthiness. Now, let's talk about credit worthiness. If you've got a slight dent on your credit record, you will not get a motor vehicle finance. You can forget about that. So all people that got presently got motor vehicle finance is credit worthy. That's point number one. The other point they, they said is affordability. Now, let's discuss affordability. The law is clear that when you buy a motor vehicle, your monthly installments cannot be more than 30% of your salary. So everybody that's got a motor vehicle finance account or loan account can afford it. Otherwise, they wouldn't have got it. Now, why is it that some people pay 19% and others pay 12%? Welcome back to Bedroom Convos. I'm your host, Lucifer M. Daddy Waddy Port, a.k.a. Shusha Shaw. The baby might get a chance to call me Daddy like I would. Listen, if you are a fan of Port, stay tuned because you might know about me cooking on today's episode. And before we start on today's episode, I'd really like to apologize to you guys for the inconsistency. I know I was supposed to drop it an episode yesterday, Monday's episode, but I didn't drop it. Um, I've been, you know, no excuses as always, but... You know, I'm trying to do better from my end. There's a lot that's been going on, you know. It's been a lot that's been going on on social media. Let's talk the summers, you know. Talk the summers. I saw everything that was happening on the summers. I wasn't, personally, I wasn't looking at the summers. It's never, they never been my thing, you know. I don't remember when was the last time I even watched the summers. I think the last time when I, I, watched, I uh, watched the summers, it was the year before. You remember there was a scandal of Nasty having to buy awards and Ricky went on social media to put all those things there to say with some labels, Mabana Noise. After that, my, my, before the Mabana Noise saga, I think that's the last time I watched the proper, I watched proper uh, summer award. I think even the, the last one that I remember though, I think it's when Big Nas was performing Umdilo. 
I think that's like the, the, the last summers that I remember, you know. So, but to to answer your question, uh, I'm not a fan of summers. I do like music, a lot of music. I write uh, my own material as well. So I do appreciate good music. And I think sometimes, you know, commercially, you might find something, you know, it's nice. It's for the streets. And I think, let me just go off topic for a bit but it's not really off but it's off so i think you know what i love about piano it's music was thirty. i would keep music with Tarata brag and it doesn't need for a even commercial even in piano is bad and when it slaps and slaps and the beauty about this is that when it slaps the streets will always back it regardless of who's making it there's that kid who is, the who goes by the name of Caesar Eleven, who made the happy piece of that kid who made that song. He's not a big or an internet internet sensation. So sorry about that. He's not an internet sensation, but I find Ubuti because the streets really enjoyed and he really pushed that song. By the way, and we were supposed to have him on the the podcast because he, he was one of the people when I was looking to side artists, you know, I was looking and listening to his beats. He has like very amazing music. I think from a year back, I wanted to work with him in collaboration as far as like the, the record label that I have. I wanted to, to sign him, um, but it never happened. And now he's a bit big. But, you know, I, I, I still want to, to get to a position where, you know, I open doors for people like him and, you know, and eventually become powerhouses like Oma Pornisa and Gabza and, you know, you name them. What's Anatuxini and all of the guys, you know, shout out to, to all of them. And for those of you who didn't know, like, you remember there was a whole thing, Yobuti, Gabza, who came with piano, where did piano start? Start and it was concluded, or that MFR souls is the are the ones the originators, you know, from K1. I, I think MFR souls is there from K1, right? So they are the originators, and I think on that interview, they just you know they templed it, you know, they put a stamp on it to say, ah, oh, we are the originators of Amapia and this thing, we the one. You know who came with it. Even though Gabza did say, "Oh, they're not drum. I had the lock drums from that guy who's from wherever he is from." But I remember that interview with him. Who said, "Bah, I go from and you know, I started building because I like that. And my much end, we were sharing music. That he said that that's Gabza. And JNJ came through, and Janik came through and said, "No, like honestly." People don't know the history of piano, the history of piano and where it started. You need to go and ask MFR Souls because they are the ones who came with the song, you know. And I think it's Mr. Jazzy Q, the podcast, they they did mention Uguti, yeah. Because Jazzy actually asked them, Uguti, guys, there's a lot in the streets that's being said about the piano and the origination. origination that's even, that's if, that's if, that's even a word. I don't know if that makes sense uh that's if that makes sense um uh, that's okay what what was happening there <laughs> i don't know what was happening but they are going back to to the issue of my piano um 
and Jenny came through asked the question and they did say well, we are the ones in the video I think it trended and I'm, I'm not big on social media so I'm not piles on or piles I don't know do they say piles on on everything that's happening in, in social media but I did see snippets of them like at meeting Uti, we are the ones the originators of on the piano the MFR soul ties they did and Njelik seems to support them and a lot of people were embracing but okay let's just give them flowers you know give MFR souls flowers you know and I really like where everybody is taking the music or the genre sonically and I'm not a big fan like of awards even I should put it out there I'm not really a big fan because good music is good music Sometimes what I may think Uguti it's dope, some other person, you know, like the awards on it, they can be rigged to a degree, you understand? They can be rigged to a degree. So I tend to not follow a lot of that because I start questioning a lot of the things that happen as far as music, Uguti. So is it people or did they buy? Who's controlling the narrative, propaganda? There's that that issue or discussion or debate. Yeah, the politics. You would see. No, they bought. Who bought? So I don't really like. Let's just music. Listen to music and have fun. What I love, you love. We get to groove. We do whatever. We enjoy the music. That's it. You know, like having to have that comp. Like be competitive in that award level it's good to have an award it's good to have a grammy for recognition because it's internationally recognized as well it's good to have that but when you make good music bro you'll always be appreciated anyway or if you you do quality content you do quality or you create anything that is quality you'll find a market for that you know i think it's up to you to find the market and if you do find the market or the market will find you if you are lucky and they will fall in love with the thing that you do you know what I mean? So I just wanted to say that, you know, opening Uguti, I really like where the guys are taking the piano sound and everything. And I'm sure you are wondering, Uguti, maybe the song of the day might be, you know, a piano song. So the song of the day I really connected with, and you might know Uguti, like for the past couple of weeks or months, I've been going through and not emotionally like trying to find myself the business there's been a lot that's going on and i hope that we can talk about it sometime when i'm free or like when i'm feeling like talking or opening it up opening myself up to talk to you guys about that side of myself you know um i i still think Uguti, the i want us to talk a bit you know i know what i'm offering being a bit i want us to talk a bit about the vulnerability and how we perceive it as weakness and i think in the i'm in the phase where i'm also learning to let vulnerability be my strength i'm learning that in this phase i'm in that phase of understanding i've always known but i've i've known that but i've never understood it you know and i, I think now I'm leaving the phase of understanding what this, you know, uh, vulnerability is not a weakness. You know, can be your strength depending on where you come from or your perspective. I'm in that phase in in my life. So yeah, really to- interesting to talk, interesting topic to talk about. But today is not the day. It's not the day. So the song of the day. I know you'll be surprised. Song of the day. I really enjoy it. it, it you know, I don't know if it's a spirit lifter or it. I feel like it's 
it's it's getting me man it's getting me you know like ya resonate man i don't know how to say it ya resonate the song so the so the name of the song is for your eyes only by j cole it was released alongside the album uh for your eyes only by j cole in 2016 the song is 18 minutes 50 seconds long and currently on spotify it's sitting on 160 million it makes sense that it has so many numbers behind it because it really is a lovely song and i really enjoy it. i still listen to the album i was listening to the album when i was doing the prep for the show still i think it's one of those classic albums that j cole has i can't wait even you know you've heard me talk about the fall off i still can't wait to listen to that and you know the drake the drake cole thing that's going on now i think it's crazy everybody's killing it they're going you know neck on neck on every versus bar for bar and i really like that i think it's it it really is you know sparking a conversation amongst the the hip-hop community or amongst the hip-hop heads in salons in the u.s you know like there's a whole culture in the u.s but not big decide but we also have those conversation online where people are talking i'm talking i'm in the comments you know i think it's good to culture forward and you know i really like to, to see that and personally that's the reason i chose for for chose uh for your eyes only it's because of that i did say it resonates with what i'm going through right now so you you understand you understand if you don't you don't you know moving right along you know still going back to the summers Kenny doesn't win. Shout out to the Summer Award winners. Kenny doesn't win. You know, there was a Bumble Award. Shout out to her. You know, I think uh, there's a lot of people that won. Said they won. Did said they win? No, AKA Lemonade won. You know, over the city joined. And someone was saying, the reason I mentioned said is because someone was saying, would he? Skiffin said they was so big and it was supposed to take that award, which lemonade too but you know said they still took an award for what's hot streams this the category that they make up they made up you know so it still took an award but i still feel booty to a degree said they was supposed to get the lemonade award but you know so teeny. it is what it is yeah so going to twitter you know i wasn't on twitter this is the, the news that i got from so was i on twitter yeah, I think I was. I'm not really sure. A, a lot happened. You know, I was going through a lot. So I think I was on Twitter. I saw a lot of the things that were happening. And Dogu Dogu, Kelly Kumar is trending. How? Why is Kelly trending the summer? Ah, uh, Kelly is on it. He's on a rent. He's like effing, he's effing everybody up to say he should be, she should be the, the one who's supposed to get the award. And everybody saying, oh, yeah, she's crazy. She's crazy. She must first tell us what happened to Senezo. He must first tell us what happened to Senezo. And I'm like, yo, if there's one guy who is fighting in this grave for the murderers, for them, for for his murderers, I sent and his ancestors, uh, those people, 24 hours, they're behind that boy's back for they are behind that man's back. I'm sorry to say boy, but you know, that's what it is. I'm sorry, I apologize to the people that are listening. You know, I think, I believe what he, his ancestors, man, they're doing, even him, because he's also an ancestor now. So, he's standing up 
for him and i i'm not saying ken is guilty of anything she might know she might not know only the court will decide and i'll make my judgment from what the court takes and the evidence and the lawyers after that entire process i am not not in a place to judge anyone i have mistakes i have flaws of myself that i need to rectify and look at and mind my own business by the way you know i do have my side as well i understand so it's unfair that we are doing that to her given that the trial is not even over it's an ongoing thing and you know People were saying, "What is she sick? She must tell us that." But at the same time, at the same time, I'm like, "Well, we don't really know. Why don't we let the court do the ruling and everything? And instead of punishing someone who, who is not, you know, a part or who doesn't know what what happened, because we all don't know. It's all assumptions of what might have happened. I don't have all the facts. Anyone who's listening to the podcast, we don't have the facts of what really happened. You know what I mean? So." That's my point, Jubuti. She was saying that I don't know what she was supposed to take on the awards. I don't I'm not really a huge I'm not a Ken fan at all. And not because I hate her or I'm one of the people that are anti Kelly movement. No, it's just the music preference that I have. You know, it doesn't align me with the music that she makes. So that's the only reason that I don't listen to Kelly. It's not because I hate, you know. Uh, I'm sure she's she's a beautiful soul. I know someone who knows Kelly Kumalo personally because of the business relationship with DC Denjikaken. People who know that I've been working for Denjikaken, they know what Kelly was once upon a time an ambassador for for the shoes of Denjikaken, and she was behind that brand for the longest time. So you know they do say Wuzi, she's an amazing person, and you know I hope she is, man. And for her case and hope that she gets better and i think for a lot of the details about what's going on with kelly and everything i think it's fair enough for us to go to a break for those of you who just joined us i am your host the soho m daddy pod aka future shot and maybe you might get a chance to call me daddy like cairo when we come back after the break we will touch on a bit on the issue that kelly the summer kelly thing that's going on on social media we'll also talk about the bankruptcy thing that's going on, the currency shandies that's going on currently, and people are saying, Uti Zuma was innocent, and Zuma had the point. Zuma, we'll talk about that when you come back after the break. It's me, your host, the Sephora M, Deadwadi Pod, aka Shooter Short, and maybe you might get a chance to call me Daddy Nakaru. Let's meet after the break. Cheers. question in the transformation agenda of this economy where is Lisija Kanyaho and his team except parroting Trevor Manuel and his 1996 class project what new ideas have they come up with to transform this economy and all our criticisms we take it personal you know Kanyaho hey you know you think it's very very personal yeah, I know these people who come and call us liberals what is liberal about this or that very arrogant very arrogant doesn't want to be criticized. And it's part of the problem in South Africa. When somebody, when somebody is our favorite, they are holy grains, untouchables. They could do no wrong in our eyes. Leva Kataka report to Ezwa Mu Sifela Wait. Parabulela nonsense. 
about perfected transactions. I thought, no, 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 no. There must be a, a there must be a loophole, a regulation that they have used. You know, after all, they are they are so holy, holy by foot. The VBS that was keeping savings of 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 rural black women in the hinterlands of Limpopo was not good enough a bank for the Reserve Bank to save. And Kelly Forrest Cassidy will be all over the show here. Papa Freddy left both to buy all sorts of rubbish. No, 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 these are rural women, fella, you need their savings, but let them eat cake. Or about Jelly Pussy, go to Limpopo. About Jelly Pussy, let them eat pumpkin. That's the kind of reserve bank that we have here. And the people was asked the question, what are you going to do as a reserve bank to change the, the banking landscape? Is there a plan, Leseja, to change the banking landscape now? Or you are happy to launch new coins? What everybody learn new coin? What's a copy? Who needs a new coin? Everybody learn new new bank to know to live coin is a song and dancing. Hey, hey, hey. When are you launching a new bank? A black bank. Nigeria, in the same period that you have been governor, launched 40 banks. 40. Without Lale Walakin, one hand did the bank that alone. The Reserve Bank just taking a gun and shooting themselves in the foot. The credibility they have built over years. Flashing it down the toilet on the altar of political expediency. But the fault is yours and mine. Because once you've got a government that can be trusted to make sure that institutions such as the Reserve Bank, SARS, Public Protector, etc. remain independent, and that the people who are there, who are somehow beholden to the ruling party, beholden to the president, have become too afraid to exercise their minds, the minds for which they were appointed to lead those institutions. You know it's time to change the guard and bring a government that can recognize that those institutions are meant to support democracy and strengthen democracy and not be beholden to rubbish. Perfected transaction, my footman. Just recently, uh, the Reserve Bank put a black insurance company called 360, something 360 Global, on creditorship for 24 months, never a month. But no, no, I'll tell you your liquidity is what, 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 which is rubbish, is because uh, it, it, it is just too much to stomach that a black company can go and dominate in a, a white dominated insurance sector. And uh, the Reserve Bank as a, as, a, as a prudential authority is conspiring to kill that company. Very few companies are put under curatorship survive. Instead of guiding them, holding them by the hand, ensuring that they give them the support so that now you can have a success story of a black company that they succeed. Ah, they don't even talk to them for months. Even they don't, I suspect they don't even remember why they put them on curatorship in the first place. Ah, no, 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 you are unfair. Yeah, let them come and explain themselves. You have been asking the governor to come and talk to us. For years, man. I mean, in this period that we have been asking, we have spoken to the president twice, president of this country. Reserve Bank governance is too big to talk to small people like us and explain these things. 
Why is it that we don't we feel so vulnerable under the banks? Because they don't seem to have a supervisor in that sector who says, hey, you better transform or ship out. Ah, no, 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 it's not, it's not our business. I'm sure you can come here and tell you how much that's not our business. For now, our business is just, it's just raise interest rates and target inflation. It's sad that today I have to say, the Sina you have let me down to take an institution for which so many South Africans trusted and just rubbish it over politics. That report of yours is rubbish. You should have said in a simple way, so South Africans, because it's a message you are sending. If you have, if you have a currency, foreign currency, within 30 days you must declare it. Don't tell us stories. No, 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 no. Think about the Sambeto. I'm moving from a safe into a couch. I mean, what? The? And then nobody says, but that's why we're grain instead. We're grain instead because the world doesn't trust that your systems, even of your central bank, can be trusted. I, nobody can blame that. Go and look Google anywhere where they, they link their grain listing with a reserve bank and its quality. No, you will never find that. It's after all a holy grain. Not anymore. Welcome back to Bedroom Convos. I'm your host, the Slipper and Daddy Wadi Pod, aka Shicha Shot. Maybe you might get a chance to call me Daddy. Like, I, you know, I wanted to laugh when I was doing that intro because I'm always saying, when they say it's time to go, I'm always like, well, come back, you know. So it always kills me every time when I'm supposed to do that. So I was going through that in my mind, you know. But see, wow. We've reached so many episodes and I'm having fun doing this, you know. And despite whatever that's crazy and going on in my life, man, I still find, you know, my podcast or the podcast, our podcast, uh, one of the places that, where I find peace, you know what I mean? So, yeah, for those of you who just joined us, I'm your host, Lisa and Daddy Wadi Pod, a.k.a. Shisha Shard, and maybe you might get a chance to call me Daddy, like Cairo. On the clip that you just listened now, hey, it's happening. I know we are supposed to touch on the Kelly thing, and we did touch it when we spent the, the, the past second talking about it. And now I want us to talk about the clip that you just heard now. And I apologize. I'm supposed to give credit. Apologies for that. Um, I'm supposed to give the credit to the guy who was saying everything in that clip. But I realized, Woody, I didn't write the name of the guy. I, You know, that's like pleasurism, you know, I did. But I promise you could see I'll do better and next time I'll write in the details of everything. And, you know, uh, what's, what I'm doing is very wrong, you know, using this content to in our podcast. But, you know, I wanted to bring Vinkley into the podcast and he had more insight than I did. And I don't, I have little to no knowledge about what's going on in politics and the banking world you know in the banking facet of everything that's happening with faculty if you may i don't have a lot of knowledge and i rip them off for sure i'm guilty of it you know um and i apologize you know and if it comes a day where he comes back and say oh this guy was doing this my content i do apologize my guy and i'll try to see 
to put your name in the description, you know, just to, so you can get credit for the work that you did and giving us as the listeners of the podcast, you know, and I want us to talk about it, man. You know, listening to him speak about how we, the, the rent, you know, he was talking about the rent for those of you who don't know. He was talking about the rent and how the banks made close to he was saying the banks are accused. This is what he said. He was saying the bank, not he, the news were covering this. He's, they were saying, would see the banks are accused of manipulating the rent. And they made something about something over a trillion rent. And the UK banks are all, they are also sued for 46 million rents, which is little to nothing for them given like exchange rate so it's nothing for them they can just close that you know um funny fun fact about this he did mention on the video if you were listening he was saying Uguti, the ceo of apsa the wife the wife the ceo of apsa is the wife of trevor Manuel, who was then the minister of finance you know manipulating the rent and sleeping in the same bed and not talk about it uh that's satanic into you know if you really cared about the state of the country and you know what you this is what your wife is doing manipulating and it's he's still chairperson of the cipc uh cpc ipc i'm not sure but is it ipc is it ipc or something a company i did did mention on the video and I'm like, well, like, there's just a lot of corruption that's going on, you know. And I myself, I am not a fan of politics, you know. I should say, which I'm not a fan of politics. And it goes to show again, Wuti, um, it goes to show Wuti, us being ignorant to, to the fact of the things that are happening. The fact of the things that are happening. English is that, but it is what it is. So me not paying attention to everything that's going on i feel like i'm losing touch with reality or whatever that's happening because whatever you say i don't remember there's a little more clip i listened to the zuma clip that came from i think said who was covering it on the channel as well shout out to say to sorry i confused Zetu to say to because Setu is the friend of the podcast and Zetu, she is the social media journalist that you see on TikTok. So Zetu was covering the Zuma clip and I was like, when was this made? You know, which which world have I been living, which rock have I been living under? Because I don't remember a time where Zuma was talking about, you know, the rent manipulation, you know, figure them Badula, the Rupert, and how they are going to collapse the economy there. And I'm like, wait a minute. So she said that in a briefing, and I'm like, oh God, like, it's a lot for me, you know, it's a lot to take in at this moment because I am in a position where I don't really have, you know, much to talk about or any comment. I'm clueless as to what's going on. How do you even manipulate the rent? I think Mac, Mac G, if you listen to, watch or listen to the podcast, you would know what he, he did ask the same question. I think, I don't know, I saw snippets. I uh, didn't watch the show, so they might have answered him on the question of how do you manipulate the rent, you know? And I'm like, well, this is a lot for me to take in. On top of that, I was listening to JJ Davant. 
she was also covering the same thing and she was pan you know she was she was you know the EF she was on the EFF spirit you understand like he was on the EFF spirit see about he was mad basically he was mad about everything that EFF was saying you know and I was like oh actually this man is speaking facts you know like everything that he was saying it's fact and something popped up very unique you know he was saying Lesija Kanyaho who is the the finance minister from that we mistake it Lesija Kanyaho she he is the finance minister and she is yes of course related to LKG the Rato Kanyaho I think he's the uncle of Rato Kanyaho but that's besides the point though Lesija didn't do anything besides besides introducing the coin you know you are saying with well we see the coins but outside the coins what did you do you know the same in in the same in the same period or but yes the, the same period i should say period in the same period nigeria opened up 40 banks you know and he was saying why don't you you know open up black bank they were saying Wuti, even again he was i think this was so who was covering this Wuti. Uh, these guys are actually charging more interest to make a class yeah when to middle to the middle class they are charging them more interest on the loans that they are taking and i'm like how is the how how does that work you know like sometimes even the lawyer this couch man i don't think would see being fair and like we need to put in more emphasis on Mulao. i think if we can fix corruption in this there's a lot that we have to do but I think the first place to start is corruption. Yeah, when I think that's the first place to start with this. And I'm like, oh, I think JJ uh, Tawani, I think that guy spoke about, I think, I'm thinking even again, uh, Z2 for, for the input. Because clearly, guys, now I don't have, I don't have any insight. And shout out to Saul as well for his intake or like his input intake. Oh, my God his input on this you know um on other news again argentina speaking of argentina argentina just declined uh the brinks membership and is supporting the u.s dollar i don't know what the reason is behind that why argentina is supporting the u.s dollar but someone was saying would see uh, argentina is supporting the u.s dollar given that the president who they've just elected now is a supremacist He's a capitalist and, you know, it's all about the bag, you know. And I don't blame his, his range, his policies, everything. She runs his country and she sees fits, you know. Um, but there was something. And I'm like, guys, what's going on? You know, like, to be honest, I've covered a lot of the bricks. What's going on with the bricks, the trains and everything. But I'm like, have we achieved anything? Do we need to call in someone who knows something about bricks to talk to? would see what's the update what's going on you know maybe people are declining because there's nothing there's no action there's no progress what's going on in that you know um i think we need to get someone to cover us with that you know i really think i'm so dis in tune with everything that's going on that at this point what i'm going through in life is letting me go through it understand it demands my full attention it's like 
life is showing me flames to the point of what Nami, I don't even give myself to to be free because I'm always on the grind the bodies. I don't really have time to to think that. But I'm I'm working towards that, you know. I think one place that I need to as a podcaster or a journalist because you don't really have people that do research. I need to go on and do research. I need to do this, do that. And that's that's the I don't know if I could say beauty, but I want to say beauty. I want to say beauty, but someone might not see it as the beauty. But I think it's the beauty in the process to understand every facet of your business. And I think me understanding what we'll see the research, the cover art, and the quality of the audio of the content that you put out, and how I'm growing as a podcaster, the information, the speaking, if you get what I'm saying, you know. And lately, I think even I, myself, the self been thinking of Wuti, like, man, I've been saying things to people, and what, one thing that frustrates me, ne, Wuti, when I say something to people, in my mind, this thing makes sense, and I explain it to people, and they still don't get it, and I'm like, what's going on here? Like, I think this is the means where I've ever explained something, yeah, well, I've ever explained anything. But at this point, I don't understand Uti. Why are people not getting it? Do you understand? I don't understand Uti why. So I'm like, maybe there's still a room to grow or something because I don't get it. Yeah, when official, I'm like, oh, I'm open to it. You know, I'm open to improving my communication because if you can't communicate, you can't really do anything. And yesterday, just to put you a bit in my business, I was in a meeting, a presentation that was being made. And I was listening to the guy who was representing us. Let us, amen. I'm like, this guy is so simple, straight to the point. You know, I'm like, in my mind, I'm even better. You know, I think I'm doing a better job. But when I look at people's faces, it doesn't translate as if that's what I've been doing. And I said, the vision that I have in my mind and the response that I'm, the reaction that I'm getting from people it's two different things so i'm like really here does a disconnect you understand there's a disconnect i'm not sure what it is but i still need to dig deep and find Uti. why are people not understanding and i still feel Uti, when i'm having this conversation with you on the podcast as well because i'm like does that even happen in the podcast Uti? i might be saying something that might feel right or sound right in my mind but people don't actually understand and maybe that's why they keep on asking what what is he saying well, I understand there's a lot of questions around that and I think that's one of the things that I need to like sit down and look at look listen to maybe 10 episodes of mine but it doesn't help because if I'm listening to myself I'll always agree with everything I say because in my mind that's how it's out then like you know I think to have someone who's unbiased, to someone who's fresh and who can listen without having any biasness and tell me what's in Donna, yeah, this is clear, this is not, this is clear for like five episodes. Ten, like five episodes from like the the 20th percentile, the 10th percentile, and the 30th percentile, and the 40th percentile. Maybe take each episode from those percentiles and get an opinion from those people what do you think of this episode do you see progression have i progressed as far as you understanding what i'm saying because i'm aware of that and i'm like if that's the case maybe or not maybe well i need to fix it you know 
Uh, that's my point, man. That's my point. And I hope that you enjoyed spending time with me, man. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please don't forget to subscribe, follow, and like this episode. And rate it to get a notification for each and every time we drop a new episode. I really enjoyed spending time with you today. I know I've been inconsistent, but I'm trying my best to, you know, be here each and every day and fight and give me some more episodes. And I might be, like, I might have an announcement for you soon enough, you know, um... So stay tuned for that even. I'm your host, Lucifer. Um oh before before I close it, yo, before I close it, I want you guys, I want you guys to 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 tell me something, you know. Um from I've I've listened to Jordan Peterson, you know. I really like the dude from what he says and how he says it. And I, I agree with a lot of the things that he says, right? And I'm like, oh, I connect with the stuff that this dude is talking about. Jordan Peterson, for those of you who are wondering. And I'm like, oh, this guy, he is what I think. He is who he thinks he is, right? And I'm like, he's a clinical psy- psychiatrist, for those who wanted to know. And I know a lot of people know him. And I, I really like and admire him, you know. He is very knowledgeable on a lot of things. And, you know, I, I so wish that one day I would be wild as, you know, twice as wise as he is you know i really like that dude and to a degree i want to say i'm a fan fan but i'm not drinking because i don't really know a lot about the stuff that he's put out besides the snippets of clips that i've seen on the internet and from the little bit i've had i really like him you know uh so the book of the day i'm giving it to jordan peterson that the name of the book is 12 rules of life by jordan peterson it was released on 2018 and a lot of people have ranked it 93 percent you know on google they've ranked it 93 percent of each i think that's a good number it's a good rating so on taken on five out of five people are saying it's a good book on audible let's uh fire it's 4.6 out of five which is a good rank one good read it's 3.9 out of five which is also not bad you know uh it's a self-help book you know by Jonathan peterson i think it touches on an abstract ethical principle psychology methodology religion and personal and yeah and and antidotes personal antidote what is that i don't know what it is but you guys tell me what you think of the book of if i should go out and read that you know shout out to you for for those of you who just joined us on our book club just shout out to you man the song of the day is by j cole for your eyes only it was released 2014 alongside the album which is also titled the same name as the song for your eyes only so currently it's sitting at 160 million on spotify you know, which is a good lesson, you know. Do tell me what you think of the episode. I'm your host, Lucifer M. Daddy Waddy Bot, aka Future Shorting. Maybe you might get a chance to call me Daddy Night Cairo. Let's meet on another amazing segment of Backroom Convos with Lucifer M. Cheers. <laughs>